You're listening to the Ministry Grow Show, brought to you by Reliant Creative, the creative agency for gospel-centered ministries. Find out more at ReliantCreative.org. Welcome to the Ministry Grow Show, a podcast dedicated to helping churches and ministries grow and make more effective impacts for the kingdom of God in an ever-changing digital world. Whether you're building and growing a gospel-centered ministry or leading a church, if you want insight into the strategies, struggles, challenges, and successes of other ministry leaders, you've come to the right place. Welcome back to the Ministry Growth Show. Today we're talking about script writing. If you've been following along with this series, you'll know that we've been sharing our thoughts and insights on all things brand, marketing, and storytelling, specifically for the ministry world. Today we're going to focus our attention on script writing. We've spent a little time in a few of our previous episodes walking through what we'll discuss in this episode, but I wanted to create an episode specifically for script writing so that we could go into greater detail on the subject and share the process as its own standalone piece of content. There's a wide range of circumstances where there may not be a film or messaging strategy tied to the story, and understanding the script writing process outside of those contexts is helpful. Now, What we discuss in this episode will absolutely work for those cases where you're actually creating a film, but what we learn in this episode will apply directly to taking a beneficiary's story and applying it to the hero's journey to come away with a script that can be used in any medium. There is a great deal of value in sharing stories in written form with your ministry partners. We understand that it's not always financially feasible to tell stories via video, so I wanted to create some content that will help you write a beneficiary story down on paper so you have a succinct and effective story to send to ministry headquarters or to your donors. Scripting out your stories can be applied in audio-only stories, podcasts, written blogs, and any number of other mediums. Video is time-consuming, so being able to write down a story of a beneficiary's transformed life in a written form that can be paired with an image and shared with your donor uh, donor base is going to provide a ton of value. You want to someday circle back and tell that story via video, but there's value in sharing the story more immediately in written form. Now, before we get into this episode, I want to communicate that this is a basic script writing episode. We will be focusing on the script writing structure that we follow rather than creative writing itself. There are literally thousands of ways to be creative with your words. This episode is not designed to be an episode to help you write more beautifully uh, crafted scripts, but rather an episode dedicated to helping you fit stories into a structure so that you can tell more stories more often. If you've listened to our other story-focused episodes, today's content is going to sound really familiar. We encourage you to get as creative as you can with your words and write as simply and succinctly as possible with your words. But this is not an episode to help you in that creative part of the process. We simply want to give you a tool and structure that you can follow so that you can share more stories with greater efficiency and regularity. Remember, in digital spaces, greater regularity of content output should be a goal we're all working towards. And written stories can be a great way to fill in the gaps between video productions. As always, the content in this episode originates in Joseph Campbell's The Hero's Journey. Some of what we'll discuss takes a a similar structure to Monroe's Motivated Sequence. And Donna Miller uses The Hero's Journey in his work at StoryBrand. 
For the more for the majority of this episode, we'll be focusing on Dan Harmon's version of the hero's journey, which he calls the story circle. Remember back to one of our storytelling episodes. I said that the reason we like to encourage ministries to follow a structure is that it allows them to plug and play, placing stories into a structured template and simplifying the storytelling process. If you have a structure that you can plug your stories into or filter your stories through, you'll be able to push content out with greater regularity. And since the hero's journey is a story arc that all humans live live through and, and engage with across all cultures, it's the perfect structure to follow because you can be guaranteed it'll emotionally engage an audience. So as we write, so as we are script writing and following a structure, keep in mind why it's important. Follow this structure, or following this structure is going to help you create content quicker. The hero's journey is a structure that relates to all humans across all cultures. So we can almost be guaranteed that our stories will relate because this story structure has related to all cultures for thousands of years. One important thing to note about the script writing process. We've talked about tailoring our interview questions in a way that pulls someone's story out in accordance with the hero's journey. This works for stories that don't take place in front of a camera too. If you're telling a story with written word that will land on a blog or be read in a video form, you can still interview someone and use these questions in a conversation. This doesn't have to be constrained to the video production process. The questions we've outlined in our free resources can be used when learning a beneficiary story during a conversation. All right, so let's walk through the structure showing how a beneficiary story can fit into this structure really well. We start at you, or step one, with a character in an ordinary world. In this example, we'll start with a beneficiary who is stuck in human trafficking and wants out. Now, you might say that that's not an ordinary world. That's a terrible, awful world, right? The ordinary world simply represents the world that the character knows. It's the world that they are accustomed to or familiar with. But in this story, they are tired of the world that they live in and want out. In this case, they want out of human trafficking. They want out of their quote-unquote ordinary world. So we've just established the character, and now we arrive at step two, which is need. The character needs something. In this example, the character wants to get out of human trafficking. That is what the character wants. Something isn't right with their ordinary world. Now I'm going to add a couple of steps for the ministry sector that come from the original Joseph Campbell version of the hero's journey. We'll call these steps 2A and step 2B. These steps are not included in Dan Harmon's version of the hero's journey, but they are included in Joseph Campbell's original structure. In 2A, the character meets a mentor or a guide. For Luke Skywalker, that was Obi-Wan Kenobi. Joseph Campbell called this the supernatural aid. Christopher Vogler calls this meeting the mentor. In our example story, the character is going to meet your ministry. In the same way, your ministry is the guide to in the donor story. You are the guide or mentor to the character in this story. And as the mentor, you are going to call them to adventure in step 2B. In this example, the ministry calls the character out of their ordinary world or the world that they know and are accustomed to. You call them out of human trafficking, and the character accepts the call and decides to go on the adventure in step three. In step three, the character accepts the call to adventure. Now the character has entered entered the special world. They have entered a world that they are not accustomed to, 
We've entered act two of the story and the character's world or their life will never be the same. This is a major step for the character. In Dan Harmon's search step or step four, our character is looking for the thing that they set out to find, which in this story is freedom from human trafficking. But they might run into difficult challenges or obstacles. They might experience things during the search stage that they weren't expecting, things that were more difficult than they could have imagined. Maybe leaving human trafficking would mean leaving their family, or more difficult, it might mean turning a family member into the authorities. It's easy to look at human trafficking and think, why wouldn't someone want out of that life? But there are oftentimes circumstances that are unseen that make people feel trapped in their life. These circumstances and unforeseen variables are the challenges that you'll want to communicate in that step four or search part of the story structure. In the next step, step five, referred to by Harmon as find, the character finds what they are looking for, freedom from slavery, and they arrive at step six called take, where they get what they're looking for, but they have to pay a heavy price. Maybe this individual did end up experiencing the challenges they were afraid of facing during the search stage. Maybe they did end up turning their family member in and their family member is arrested in this story. Justice has been served, and clearly that's a good thing, but it's still painful and a heavy price for the character to pay for their freedom. In step seven, we see the return. The character is able to rejoin a normal world without fear of being trafficked or enslaved. And in step eight, the character has undergone and experienced significant change. The character has changed so much, in fact, that in this example uh, story that they decide they want to help your ministry go find and help other characters experience the same freedom that they now have. They want to take you back to where they were trafficked so that your ministry can help mentor and guide other people out of the same life or help you prosecute the traffickers and find justice. Now, that example story that I just walked us through is a pretty powerful story, right? Keep in mind that this example story was told from a high level to simply showcase the structure. Notice there were no details, and yet it's still a powerful story. Once you include the details of the characters and their real stories of transformation in the stories that you tell, your stories are going to be incredibly powerful. And as I walk through that imaginary story... How many of you recognize similar patterns in the stories of transformation that are coming out of your work? How many of your ministries have similar stories to tell? This is not a unique storyline, especially in the ministry space, because God is working to transform lives just like that example story, character story, and he's doing it on a daily basis. He's rescuing people just like this by the thousands every single day. I'm confident that every ministry has stories that fit this structure. We just need to tell those stories. And now you have a story structure to follow so that you can tell those stories more regularly. This structure will help you write down a story of transformation, fit it into this plug-and-play structure, and send that content to ministry headquarters where it can be repurposed into donor communication content and shared with the church, or it can be told to unreached people's and unreached, unengaged people groups to testify of what God has done in their own context. Again, the application for the story stuff is endless. Now that you have a structure you can follow when you write stories, let's look at some of the questions you can ask to get the right details from your character or your beneficiaries so they give you the right information to fill out the hero's journey story structure. 
I'm going to break down the interview questions into acts so that you can see how anyone's story can be broken down into a three-act story structure. Act one is going to consist of three parts. We'll establish the character, define the problem, and introduce the mentor in this first act. We've developed a handful of resources, again, that will walk you through the interview structure with sample questions depending on the type or length of story that you're trying to tell. We'll link to these resources in the in the show notes for this episode, or you can find it on our free resources page on our website. You'll find that in the footer. You'll find that in our footer of our website. This document will give you a good starting point for your interview questions and serve as a guide as you enter into interviews with your beneficiaries. Let's walk through some of those example questions for each section of the story structure. First, we want to establish the character. These questions should give the viewer or listener a good understanding of this individual and their background. What is your name? Where do you live? What was it like growing up? These questions are going to establish the character for the viewer and help them make a connection to the beneficiary. The next step in Act 1 is to establish the need or the problem. What's not right about this beneficiary's story? This is where we want to get answers from the beneficiary that communicate the weight of the problem. We don't want to beat around the bush or tiptoe around the subject. These answers should have weight. And I've already communicated this in other episodes, but it's worth saying again that this is why it's so important that we start by getting permission from the beneficiary to tell their story and why we need to take care and realize that asking these questions might bring up old trauma. If you feel like an interview will do damage to your beneficiary, then find someone else's story to tell. We do not want to exploit stories or hurt those that have experienced horrific things just to share something tragic with our audience. But if you have done your due diligence and you have permission to tell the story, these answers are going to provide the emotional weight for the story. How long were you trafficked? Did you ever think or dream of a way out? If you know the character accepted Christ through this process, you can also ask questions about their pre-Christ life at this point. For instance, when did you start realizing something was missing in your life? The point of the state the problem questions is to pull the hardship from your character and show the conflict in the story. As I've said before in other episodes, without the conflict, the hope doesn't have as much weight. And finally, the last piece of Act 1 is introducing the mentor or your brand into the interview. The mentor is going to call the character to adventure or call them to action. So we need to establish the mentor early so that they can call the the character into the journey they're about to share. Questions like, when did you meet the ministry? How long have you worked with the ministry? And what difference have you seen in your life since the min- meeting the ministry? These are all great questions to start introducing the brand or mentor into the story for the audience. Now, with that said, it's important to keep in mind that you should not be forcing your ministry into this story. If your character has another mentor, don't force your brand in the story just because you want to use the story for marketing. Tell stories honestly with a primary goal of bringing God the glory for the work he's done and let the byproduct of that be brand development or brand placement. It'll serve your ministry brand better in the long run to be open and transparent about how your ministry took part in this story. All right, let's look at Act 2. Act 2 takes place in the unknown world. The character is going to accept the call to adventure in this act and go on a journey that will change their life forever. 
Dan Harmon calls the first part of this journey, Go. This is the beginning of Act 2, and the character is going to answer the call to adventure given by the mentor. In the example we've been using for this structure, your ministry calls the character out of human trafficking, and this stage is where they accept the call and enter into an unknown world. This is where the character might say yes to your ministry's help out, uh, help out and walks with your ministry out of the life that, life that they live in. You can ask questions like, how did the ministry impact your decision to leave the world of human trafficking? Or if their ministry came in and rescued, ask them to describe that process. What was it like? Even if the ministry is the one coming in and pulling the character from human trafficking, the character can still answer the call by going with your ministry when they come in and enter into help. Now we come to the search, find, and take section of the second act. In our interview questions, this is a single step in Act 2. But if you look at Dan Harmon's story circle, you'll notice that search, find, and take are three different steps in the story circle. This can potentially be a big part of the character's story, even though it only looks like a single step in our interview questions resource. Make sure you spend some time on these questions. This is where the meat of the character story will take place. This is often where secondary struggles or conflicts arise, and we don't want to avoid those pieces of the story because they help provide reality and depth to the story. Most stories are not, I came to Christ and my life turned out great, or I was rescued from human trafficking and now my life is perfect. There are always struggles and challenges along the journey in any story. And this section is where we get to dive into those challenges that arise after the character made a significant change in their life. Questions in this section might be, what struggles have you run into or come up against since following Christ? What sacrifices have you had to make in order to follow Jesus? Oftentimes, people are outcasts from their families and communities for making decisions like this. These questions are designed to show that part of the story. Contrary to our Western worldview, a call to follow Jesus is often a call to suffering. Acts 14.22 Through many tribulations we must enter the kingdom. At John 15.20 If they persecuted me, they will persecute you. 1 Peter 4.12 Do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal among you, which comes upon you for your testing, as though some strange thing were happening to you. In other words, Peter is saying, suffering is to be expected. 2 Peter 3.12 Indeed, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Suffering, struggle, persecution, and challenge are all realities of the Christian walk. Even if we have been removed from most of that suffering in our Western world, that's not the case for most Christians around the world. Accepting Christ comes with suffering and persecution. Don't leave that part out of your stories. It gives God's redemptive work more weight. Lastly, we arrive at Act 3 in the final set of questions. This set of questions is designed to show the hope and change in the life of your character. How has your, their transformed life affected them to the point that they'll go and tell others or work to help others out of the same situation that they were in? If the character's story was about becoming a disciple of Christ, how are they going to go forward to make other disciples? If they came out of human trafficking, how are they going to help others out of that situation? It could be that they show your ministry where their friends are being trafficked. It could be that they testify against their perpetrator in court. It could simply be telling their story in the very interview you are conducting. 
We want to be careful in this step not to force action on the character. If they don't want to revisit the world of human trafficking by showing your organization where their friends are being trafficked, that's okay. Simply telling their story is a heroic act. Do your research into how this character is going to help others and try not to force any ideas on them in this questioning process. We want to be careful in this questioning process, so try and do as much research about the story before the actual interview. Questions like, will you go back and help others who are experiencing the same things you experienced? That type of questioning can imply that the character must take that action, and we don't want to imply they need to take any action. But that can be a great question if you already know that they're going to show your ministry where they can find others who are being trafficked. Be careful with these questions and develop your own questions specific to what you know about your character's story. You have a great responsibility in telling your beneficiary's story well. If your motivation in telling stories is for your ministry's growth and success, you might want to revisit your motivations. And that's it. Like I've said before, We've got a resource on our website that highlights the entire interview question process to help you make sure the questions you're asking are pulling the story from your character in a way that fits the hero's journey structure. Everyone's stories fits this structure. Again, we're following the structure because everyone relates to the hero's journey because it's a story structure that all humans live. This structure is going to help you create engaging stories that relate to all people across all cultures because it's the story structure of all of our lives. Take these questions as guidelines and make your own questions that fit into each of these categories. The questions we've outlined in our interview questions PDF resource are not exhaustive questions. These can be tweaked for your ministry and your beneficiary's story, but the questions in the PDF are a great starting point and should provide a strong guideline for crafting your own questions that are specific to each story you tell. Get out there and start telling stories. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Ministry Grow Show. If you enjoyed it, we'd appreciate it if you rate and or review us on the iTunes store. And make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you have a story to share with other ministry directors and pastors, or know someone who would be an incredible guest on the Ministry Grow Show, let us know. We love connecting with ministry executives and sharing their wisdom and insight with our audience. Just send us an email at info at reliantcreative.org. And lastly, if you need help telling your ministry story, we would love to share how we can help in that process. Check out Reliant Creative at reliantcreative.org. See you next time.